Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Welcome. Our guest today is Miss Candace Haza. Candace is a spiritual strategist and a business intuitive. If you're an entrepreneur or just thinking of becoming one, then you're in the right place. Grab a beverage and sit a spell. You're here with the Woo Crew of Oh, oh. Gee, the podcast. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. This is Chandra. This is Brenda. It's Aaron, y'all. And Lynn. And Camille. And the gorgeous, gorgeous Candace Haza. Welcome. Welcome. We're so excited to have her. <laughs> so, Candace, you want to just say hello to everybody? Hello, everyone. And I'm part of a Woo crew. That is yes. so my jam. So, thank you all. <laughs> so, I have had the privilege of working with Candace a few times in the past with my day job and just came to love her mission. Just what she's doing for entrepreneurs is really, really special. She defines her mission as to give back to others with her gift of intuition. And she does that through the Akashic Records. And synchronistically, we've done like three episodes on Akashic Records here in like the last two months. So we're, we're kind of like interested in that topic already. We're kind of like rolling in that topic. So I thought it would be great to have you here to talk because you do it in such an intentional and unique way mm-hmm. for just just for business owners so that's what we really wanted to hear from you like how did you get those two things to come together that that you were just going to read for entrepreneurs well that's that's not exactly how things started right <laughs> in life and i bet you there's a lot of hands that are up in the air about starting your own mission and it's like where's this gonna go basically uh a whole bunch of years ago now, but it's probably been about 10 or 12. I, I got a little intuitive hit and I was working in a university and it was like, you, we need you. Uh, you you got to leave the university and you got to come. And so I, uh, I'd i been there 30 years and I, I said, all right, give me a, a retirement pension and my medical benefits and I'm out of here. And uh, then I got cancer and then I got medical benefits and a pension, (laughs) but I didn't ask for the right amount. It was $50 a month at that age. I was only in my early fifties. So I only took the small increment that you had to take and it was $50 a month. So I really wasn't going to be able, and I didn't want to touch, you know, so I decided I was going to help relationships and I was going to read the Akashic records, but that's not what the universe gave me. What I started to realize is that when we have a mission and a purpose, we need some things, some alignment pieces, and the Akashic Records, which is simply a database of your soul connected to divine source in an infinite space of wisdom, it became such a beautiful fit for entrepreneurs on aligned with their life mission and on a purpose. And so that's how this started to be born as people started to knock on my door that were looking for the highest probable outcomes in their decision-making options. And the Akashic Records is an infinite database. 
So it was like winner, winner, chicken dinner, like a marriage <laughs> made in heaven, right? Absolutely. So that's how it became a, a thing. And, and I don't know another group other than entrepreneurs that would have any more questions about their purpose. Right. You know, they want to make, I mean, they, like you said, they have a mission and they're driven and they want to make sure that they're marketing to the right people and that they're have the right message and want to get to the people that they're supposed to get to. And I just know that they have a lot of, a lot of need for guidance sometimes, or they feel like they do. Right. Well, actually, I don't think it's a feeling. I actually think it's a feeling and it's actually a strategy. That's why I call myself a spiritual strategist. We are making as entrepreneurs, 35,000 decisions a day. And just like in life, when we get stuck on one decision, everything backs up and that affects your income and your purpose. And so releasing and getting clear and making aligned decisions is what moves our business and our life purpose forward. And so the people that hire me the quickest are the ones that have a big mission and are making decisions every day. And as you can see, it's a statistic that's real. So that's how the alignment piece started to happen. Awesome. So when a client comes to you, what have you found is like the biggest block or the biggest thing that they're trying to overcome? Like what are entrepreneurs struggling with the most right now, do you think? Their BS story in their head. Mm -hmm. Amen. Which is their belief system story. They believe something different. Right now, we feel things are so much more difficult. Things went up, you know, money's going down. Or that's sometimes this BS story that we start telling ourselves. But what if we are the ones in control of our future, which I believe that we are, with our decisions? We stood in a line on the other side of this earth before we came here and we designed a mission. So our mission's already designed. We just need to walk on it. And so believing in ourselves is the highest and best. And let me tell you, and I'm in this mix, so let me put my hand up and call my own self out. But you know, when we get started with something, we get a little nervous and our confidence sometimes will wax and wane with our successes and our failures. And really, are they really failures? No, they're just the next lesson that we learn to get to the next level of ourselves. And so that's what I've been watching is this intimate circle between life purpose, decision making, and releasing our blocks that are in the eight inches between the left ear and the right ear. <laughs> exactly. If we could only drop down eight inches into our heart where our intuition lives, that's our success formula. And entrepreneurs spend so much time in their head. I know I do. I live there, you know, permanent address. <laughs> and I'm working on dropping into the heart a little bit more. But I know that Lynn also, she just finished a certification and became certified to read the Akashic Records. And so, Lynn, do you have? Any questions or any um, insight into how you feel like these two things interact? Um, you know, I think it's, I find it fascinating that, Candace, that you're like, I don't have a specialty when it comes to the Akashic Records. I just go in and they tell me what they tell me. Right. So I find it fascinating that 
that you do have a specialization in it. Mm -hmm. Interesting to me. So did they just tell you that? (laughs) Or... Well, I think a little bit of it is like you said, I love how you, you said this. You said, I just go in and they tell me. That's why I want everybody to be certified, <laughs> which I do do in the Akashic Records, because once you open that energy, and some people call it a book, for me, it looks like a database. When I open that energy field, I see symbols and shapes, and it's a busy street. That's all I can say. And it's beautiful. I see a lot of lights tons of lights and golden threads. And depending on who I'm reading or if I'm reading a group, I visit the threads and I go into them. And if I want them to go deeper, I ask them to take a breath because I'm sitting inside of a thread with my vision and I can see, hear, feel, and know what they're trying to tell me. So to even further answer your question, I found doorways in there, so to speak. And so I became a medium. I became a healer through the akashic records because let's face it we're in the akashic records we're completely connected to our heart space like we're not using our brains the same way i do my strategy work outside of the akashic records before we go in to start doing the healing because i'm using a different part of my brain and i want to be fully mentally functional about the block that somebody's having and then I go into the spirit space and then I see things. And so there's different doorways of mediumship and healing. And you just have to ask and find them, but always stay in the energy of protection. Because every time you open a new doorway, you're having new experiences and new people on the other side coming in to support you. I love that. And I, this is Aaron here. And I have a question for you, Candice. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) So I listened to your interview on Whitney McNeil's podcast and fell in love with you. I was like, I love everything about her energy, what she's doing specifically for business owners and entrepreneurs. And you used a term that I love now called the pandoodle to refer to the pandemic, which was like you said, not to make light of it, but to take away that power and that energy that everyone sort of gave to it this like ominous doom and gloom when we talked about it and i feel like everyone lots of us had awakenings lots of us had realizations about our purpose um what we're supposed to be doing for work or to provide an income and so i'm wondering sort of what sort of shifts that you experienced with your clients since the pandoodle like how has that changed things with the way people do businesses or start businesses of their own now and maybe advice that you would give to people you know, post pandoodle that are interested in sort of going that route and leaving their, in your case, like university job, right? To do Mm -hmm. something that they're more aligned with. I love this question, Aaron, as I love Aaron. He is so adorable, by the way. I I, I got to meet him just today and we had a 31 minute situation of getting our mics in order today. (laughs) And I'm totally putting my hand up and owning whatever responsibility I had in it. But here's what I'm seeing. When business owners are coming to me right now, some of them are engineers. This is what I find fascinating. They are connected to databases. Think about it. Engineers, 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 engineers. That is what I'm seeing. Like very database minds are coming in saying, I don't know what the heck's going on. I feel this. And they're using the word, quote unquote, calling. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I have talked with people in 33 different countries over the course of the pandoodle, 
and from India, Cyprus, British, Brazil, uh, really large sectors, I believe, of this world, New Zealand, the Netherlands, Australia. And what I'm seeing is that people are being called to different things. So for me, I talk about Align Your Business, which I will always talk about. But remember, I also talk about getting to the next level of your business. And so the next level of my business that's starting to be awakened is something that I'm seeing. When you step into light, now this is overarching, Aaron. like I've been seeing this overarchingly. When you step into life purpose, when you finally say, okay, I give in, I'm quitting my university job and I'm going to be a woo-woo specialist. Oh, God forbid. Like yeah. <laughs> I thought to myself, you know, <laughs> you know, what is going on? And I do by now, I, you know, gave up my university shoes and I do have Crocs that are multicolored, like psychedelic. So yes, I'm owning my woo. So I have converted. But now I'm being called to a new seasoning, a new element. What they're showing me is this figure eight, and I'm it's not fully born yet, but this figure eight is once you step into life's life purpose, the next level of your business begins. And every time you get a block or stuck, I want you to put your hands up in the air and say, woo the freaking who. Because (laughs) infinity sign to boot. I like that egg. Yes. (laughs) And so this feels like such a huge new truth. And it's the first time I've talked about it. So Aaron, thank you for being like helping me to birth this today uh, at this episode. And so when you step into this life purpose, you need this alignment process. It's a six-step alignment process. And the very first thing we do is release that initial BS story, that block. That's the very first thing. Then the next thing we do is go into our intuitive side. I'm obviously very intuitive. Most people listening to this podcast are probably going to be super intuitive and you're going to have your own modality. It might not be the Akashic Records. You might just get downloads, whatever it is. And somebody's like, oh, just getting downloads? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> Ask and ye shall receive. And so that's what I'm starting to see and then get clear insights. And then the next thing is your core values or your internal drivers. If you don't know what your top two internal drivers are and you're making decisions about your business, girlfriends and my guy friends and my they friends and my everything in between, you are making the wrong decisions if you're not looking at your value structure. And so you need you need to know your top two core values in order to make some decisions about how to move in your business. And so those are some of the things that I do in some of my programs is we actually go through and we develop a strategy to move through the blocks when they come in. Wow, that's incredible. And as you were talking, Chandra and I shared a, a look at each other because you said the the sort of birth after the pandoodle, like this birthing of these ideas that people are recognizing within themselves and their power and their intuition. And the birthing has been kind of a theme the past couple of days with this group. And we've all been talking about like this birth of new energy. Last night, I don't know if you're familiar with Joanna the Healer. She's on YouTube and She's been a guest on the podcast before. She's absolutely incredible. But so she did 
three different piles where you kind of, you know, use your intuition to see which messages resonated with you. And the one that several of us picked was all about an emotional birth and how we are kind of coming out of this cocoon of old patterns and our, as you called it, BS stories that, you know, aren't true and it's all conditioning into more of our light and more of our power and more of our following our intuition. Right. And so it all just seems so aligned. And when yeah. you said birth, Chandra and I were like, oh my God, again? <laughs> Did she just use that word? <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> well, you know, can I say something about that? There was like a little wire that went up. I call them index cards. Like when I'm reading, I get an index card. And sometimes the index card might be about myself, but I know the points that the guides are trying to show us. And so I got an index card and they invited me to invite all of you to take a superpower quiz so that you can find out what type of superpower you are intuitively. How cool would that be? So I'm gonna give you that link that you could look at and I'd love for you to share with the group at some time, reach back out to these lovely people and tell them. So well, this- Actually, we've all done the quiz. So I, yes. I, I did it yes. yesterday after I listened to the podcast. I'm Me kinesthetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Aaron's kinesthetic, let's give the people the link first, because yes. now they're going to get excited and they're going to hear us tell what we are, right? And so go to CandaceHaza.com forward slash superpower. And we'll absolutely put that in the show notes. Yes. And so Aaron is kinesthetic. That means he's a feeler. So like, let me tell you some things about you, Aaron. Do you want to hear? Oh, please. <laughs> let me tell you about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> So kinesthetic people are like, of course, I would be in love with Aaron immediately because he's all touchy-feely. Like, you probably like to touch, you like to feel, and you like to experience. Like, you literally taste every aspect of a food. Like, he's probably could be a foodie if he wanted to because it feels good, right? Like it's, and you're very texture-oriented. You probably like soft clothing or prefer it, especially if you're under stress, you probably could also like people that are kinesthetic, they really need time to process. If you came to one of my sessions, you probably would go to sleep afterwards. Like some <laughs> people continue with their day. And then the kinesthetic people are like, I'm going to take a nap, y'all, because she just wore out my energy field. So those are some things about Aaron. And so we're excited to hear what your superpower is. So, Anybody um, else? Yeah, her? this is Chandra. <laughs> I'm also kinesthetic. <laughs> oh yeah I, I definitely get intuitive messages through my body mm -hmm. this is brenda i'm sentient oh girl Woo. <laughs> <laughs> what about you can i am visual Ooh, yeah definitely nice and this is lynn and i'm auditory Ooh. i like auditory that's awesome so let me tell you about auditory there are usually extremely good speakers are really quick. They have rapid thoughts. They're very, very quick with their words. Is yes, that true? Indeed. Mm -hmm. yeah. She's got a quick wit. Yeah. Yep. And sentience, they sometimes think that they're the least intuitive because they don't get a whole lot of parameters. They don't get visual. They don't get taste. They don't get hearing. So they're like, yeah, I'm a woo failure. Uh-uh, girlfriends and boyfriends and everything in between. You are not. You are the most accurate. Because you, right? You medium. There you go. Medium girl. There you go. She's yeah. a medium. <laughs> I'm sitting here amazed that within this group, because there's only, is there more than four superpowers? Well, there's one that's everything, the Claire. Oh. 
or the the everything one. So, right. but I find it really amazing that within this group, there's one of all the individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least one. And with mine and Chandra's ADHD asses, we're both like, of course we're kinesthetic. Duh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. So those of you at home, definitely check out the link that Candace just mentioned. And also you can find it in our show notes because it's really fun to to learn more about yourself that way. Even if you're not starting your own business, it's, it helps you in your, your current role, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. Understanding yourself better. And I mean, as a group, we've said so many times, like how well we complement each other, how we just gel together and how if one person has a shortcoming, the other person will step up and go, oh, I can handle that. But, you know, it looks like we support each other almost kind of effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like one more validation that within the group, we would have every time. Yeah, that that range of intuitive superpowers, superpowers. Yeah, superpowers. Yep, that's what it is. And you know what I also find interesting that you all selected each other to be part of this woo team. And I'm I'm not even saying this like as a joke, like think about it. You've utilized everybody's superpower, which every superpower on this quiz shows you how you process, how you're accessing already shows up, how to optimize your own use of intuition, how you serve with intuition, your greatest challenges, how to overcome them, because every intuitive style has a challenge, and what to do when you get stuck, how to move you through stuckness. And so it's interesting that in their business, they literally hit all the corners and parameters so that they are a balanced team. Do you see why sometimes these quizzes and knowing yourself is a little bit more important and they have a successful team? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sure. I think we've all helped each other with our different strengths and superpowers to help each other personally, too, to move through blocks that we've had, healing work that we need to do or shit that we're going through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think like, I mean, in a recent situation, like there, I don't like the term calling out, like calling each other out on whatever, but I feel like it, with our group, we've formed this community where we can call each other in to a conversation where it's more loving, it's more empathetic and caring. And I can say, you know, I'm venting about the situation. And most often it's Brenda, but sometimes it's Chandra or Lynn or Camille, but she'll say, well, Aaron, I kind of think it's this also, like, this is the issue, but there's something a little bit deeper. And I just, I need that kind of brought to yeah. my attention in, in, in a loving way. And I know it's coming from love. And so there's nothing else like it. And I think that when we started the podcast, our biggest thing was forming a community, not just with each other, but especially for folks out there who may not have a quote unquote woo community or people who are into crystals or energy or aliens or Akashic records or whatever. And it's just been amazing to have different guests like yourself on talk about what they specialize in because it's opened my eyes so much to the different aspects of quote unquote woo, you know, that like business and woo, I never even would have thought go together. And it's like, duh, of course they do. So it's very cool. And just like how how much is out there mm-hmm. to to learn and to discover and to grow. Absolutely. So, so we're going to take a quick break right now and um stay stay around and come back and we'll have more um intuitive business strategy with Candace Haza. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. 
All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks for hanging around with us and uh, coming back to our discussion with Candace Haza on her business strategy and um, intuitiveness. We were talking about the woo before the break. In this community, everybody says, that's just so woo-woo. Are you? How New woo-woo? age, metaphysical. Metaphysical. How woo-woo are you? But I know that you have an actual acronym meaning for woo. Yes, I do. So in my book, you know, when I wrote it a few years ago, consciousness and the woo wasn't as vogue as it is right now. You know, 10 years ago, when I started this business, I kind of had to sandwich the Akashic Records because, you know, the woo was too woo. So I brought the woo up a notch and down a notch to make it a little softer, as I call it your window of opportunity. Because let me tell you what alignment uh, means and what happens when we're in alignment. When we're working with our life purpose in alignment, there's a vibration. And that's what you're really reading. When you read the Akashic Records, you're reading a vibration. And so my hands are in front of myself right now, and I'm making it look like they're vibrating. So what I'm doing right now is I'm showing you what a block looks like. And I have one hand above my head and one hand underneath my chin. And what happens is you get clear on where you want to go. These hands start vibrating and moving together until they finally touch. Now, what I'm doing right now, and can everybody see this? Of course you can't, but I'm showing everybody on the Woo team. I have now joined my two middle fingers. So I have my elbows up in the air and I have a complete platform, which is sustainable energy, but it starts moving again. So I used to tell people, oh, you know, when it's your life purpose and everything's in alignment, those windows of opportunity keep coming back around. Now, here's the only time I'm going to sound a little, and it's really not negative. It's just a truth. When you see that window of opportunity, you have an opportunity to step into that window. And if you don't, it moves again and it has to get back into alignment. And sometimes those windows of opportunity go to somebody else if you don't act on them. Now, if you're thinking that's a very limited type of thinking and scarcity, it's not. The universe creates on the other side all these ideas and gives them to us. That's why you'll see problems in the years past of patents. Well, they discovered it, but they discovered it simultaneously. Yes, (laughs) they drop in the same thoughts to people, just like Whitney said, Mercury retrograde in a live that she was going on today. I said, oh, my God, I think we're in Mercury retrograde. And it's not. And that's the third person that said it. But we're in some sort of an energy loop. And so your windows of opportunity are there for you. Step into them when you see them. Because it's the easiest way to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. And I love I, that too. I know we were talking. No, we're, we're all here in our in our notebooks, like feverishly writing, <laughs> writing and taking notes. <laughs> we are. But Candace, I know you're talking about the six different steps, like before the break, the first one being releasing the block, another one being, you know, following your gut and your intuition. And then the last one I think we left off on was your core values are your internal drivers. So knowing the two main things that guide your decisions, particularly in business or entrepreneurship. So would you want to kind of pick back up on uh, where we left off for those so the folks at home know what the six are? Sure. And then I want to reveal something about Aaron. So he actually talked about one of his core internal drivers today. Did anybody hear it? No. Tandra's looking at me in corporate like she did, but I didn't catch it. (laughs) (laughs) 
He said that he liked when people, he didn't like the word call out, but he said he needs some of that. And what he was telling us is that one of his high values is growth and contribution. Mm -hmm. He wants to be a contributor to the Woo team and he wants to grow with the Woo team. That's what he told us today. So moving forward, when he tries or he is involved in making a decision, if it's going to push you towards growth, that's one of your core internal drivers. So even if you're like, oh, I'm scared of this and it's all shoot and oh, yeah, that's it, baby. Walk into that decision because that is what the universe is aligning you to is growth and contribution right now. And so there you go. So guess what happens after we get aligned with our core values? What? Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for the theoretical. <laughs> the rest of us are still riding. We're like too engulfed. In... <laughs> is, is your natural blueprint for wealth. Mm. And so our natural blueprint for wealth is something that I cannot tell you how deeply I have been leaning into. So here's what I want to talk about right now is money. And this is like the dirty woo word sometimes, but let's be real. We are naturally abundant creatures. And let me tell you about how the universe taught me this. So which was the lovely lady? Um, was it Lynn that just was certified in the Akashic Records? Yes. Yes. So like when we open this energy field, we see things. And if we don't know the answers, we can sit there and meditate and open the Akashic Records and sit there and ask a question. So I decided to design this program and I'm like, I don't know what the wealth blueprint is. Like, I know we have it. I can feel it. But universe, can you please show me what the wealth blueprint is? And I asked this every day for about 60 days. I meditated and one day I heard something. And I had just cut my sunflowers down and they were drawing on a table where I was meditating out in the sun. And I heard, push the fuzz off the sunflower. And I was like, yeah. I'm asking you for the eternal wealth code. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and you want me to push the fuzz off of a sunflower? <laughs> so I sit there and I listen. And guess what I see on the seeds of a sunflower after you move the fuzz off the top of it? I see a pattern. Mm -hmm. mm. It's like sacred geometry almost. Yeah. It's the seed of life. So I'm like, oh, holy woo. <laughs> window of opportunity to stand. It's like go right into this thread. And I did. And that's when I heard it. They said, we are the seeds of life and we plant the richness. We were sent from the other side as seeds. And we actually are ourselves are the richness. We are the flower. And so with the flower, let me show you what they showed me next. There was another plant and they said, go check out those seeds. And I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and I, these seeds, I don't know if I have them on my desk. I don't. They're black. And I call them, they're these little black seeds. And I was like, and I don't know the name of the plant. It stands about four feet tall. It has a little peach blossom on top. And then it keeps happening and happening and happening. Kind of looks like an iris, but it isn't. So anyways, I start collecting these seeds this summer with one plant. I probably have a hundred seeds. And each one of those are going to make another hundred seeds. Am I ever going to have to buy another plant? Right. Never. 
And in my children's generation, she can harvest the seeds. And in their generation, they can harvest the seeds. That is who we are. That is the simplest way I can tell you who we are. We are already built in to be abundant. And if you're sitting there thinking, yeah, that's her and that's them on the woo program with the woo team. I'm going to just invite you to get rid of your BS story. If you just knee jerked and said, not for me, because that's your BS story. I'm going to call you out on that. Sorry, Aaron, for the call out. <laughs> you know, I love it. You're calling them in. Oh, man. You want them to grow. I want you to grow. I want you to have everything you want because that's who you naturally are. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that mm-hmm. analogy, that visual, because again, it's going to be minimal work to reap all of those rewards, but you're still going to have to plant the seed. You're still going to have to do a little work. You're still going to have to put in some effort, but you will gain a hundredfold. But you have to take the opportunity to plant that seed, right? It's my window of opportunity. So exactly. if I have a can of seeds and next summer, I'm going to plant the whole fence with three seeds in each planter. And I'm so excited. Like, I mean, I, I'll think about this all winter. <laughs> I'm such a <laughs> That's so cool. That's so interesting that you are. This is Brenda Candace, by the way. I know you can't see me. <laughs> it's so interesting that you are using the Akasha records for business because I would have never even have thought of that. Because I think when people typically think about going into the Akash, you're doing like, past life stuff and how to heal past life traumas or that kind of thing. So I think using it to help people grow their business or maybe even to find their purpose, would you say that's true? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you did talk about something right now and I want to go into it. You talked about past lives and releasing blocks. Mm -hmm. Think about this for business owners. You make money, bust your butt making your money, you bring it in and next month you look at it and you have to put it all back out. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there thinking, what the heck is going on? So I'm going to go over four core blocks that you may need to know in order to move forward. And they're actually clues, not blocks, they're clues. So the first one was the birthing block. We talked a little bit about that. And sometimes when we feel stuck, like I just talked about this figure eight is appearing to me and this life purpose and stepping into something else. So it's not solidified. It's not birthed yet inside me completely, but I know well enough to know that something is coming and it's coming big. It's new content. They just gave me the four cornerstones of an intuitive life. And so I literally downloaded that. I don't even know what I said. I have to go back and listen to it. So something is being birthed. That's a birthing block. So if you feel a little stuck, have some patience and know that you're going to birth things and they might just come in chunks Mm -hmm. because if you have to birth everything at once, it could be a lot. And sometimes this feels big to me. So I'm going to get it in chunks. So then the second block is a personal energy block. And those are for people that are having great successes in their business life. And then they come home and they're empty. Mm -hmm. And they're putting so much energy into their business that their life feels out of alignment or empty. And so that's called a personal energy block. And if you don't take care of it, the next thing that happens is you see the money hits home. It's like, oh, I got to do something because the money is not coming in. Or the program that you've always sold that sells out immediately stops aligning with your clients. Something's going on. And a personal energy block is usually one of those things. 
The third block is a past life block. That is one thing I see big in my business because imagine a business owner that wants to earn money, but has taken a vow of not earning any income. Like what if you took a vow and you were a priest or a nun or a, you know, some sort of a person that that took a vow like that? Can you see if that vow is still sitting inside you, how that could prevent you from making some money? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And I'll tell you what I see in in past life blocks overarchingly is super simple. 98% of people have had some sort of trauma or a believed or perceived trauma with their family. And there's usually a self-worth block and it's often from the past. And so once we release that self-worth block, that's when the money comes in. That's when the freedom to make your life purpose or to believe that you have a life purpose. Because I didn't believe that I could even read the Akashic Records. I refused to do it for four years for other people. For myself, I was doing it because if I screwed up with myself, I screwed up with myself, but I wasn't going to screw up with other people. And guess what? You can never screw up in that energy field. You just learn every single time. Right. And the final block, and Aaron, this is kind of going to come full circle back to you, is the identity block. And the identity block is just like, think about weight loss. And this is the easiest way to think about it. When somebody is obese, and I've had challenges in the past, and I'm transitioning that right now. I had an ayahuasca experience and mother ayahuasca literally pulled something out of me. I could feel it. And she said, you're going to get back to your normal weight. Now we released something. And I, she wow. said, open your mouth. So if people walk by me, here's me, you know, <laughs> open mouth <laughs> like uh, you know, <laughs> with my little vomit bucket with my name on it. <laughs> and so I'm like, Oh God, please. How do I get myself into these situations? <laughs> Cause you're doing the work. Candace. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> so I, they told me that I would be back to my regular weight. And I am getting there. I've lost 31 pounds since February, not doing a whole lot. And it's just naturally coming off. But in that identity block and with weight loss, why, if you're going to have massive amounts of weight loss, you know, the people that have the the tummy, the, what's that called? The, the bypass surgery, mm-hmm. they have to go through weeks of counseling because they're going to lose hundred pounds in a year. And they haven't seen a hundred pounds gone in a long time. And that really messes up that eight inches between their ears. Mm. And they start trying to overeat to really compensate because what just happened to me, my identity isn't, you know, a hundred and whatever pound person. It was a 200 plus pound person or even, even more. So your identity block is that BS story and getting rid of it and stepping into the six step process that we've been talking about in the very final six, six step process. I'll tell you in a minute, but I want to pause for questions. Where did you go for the ayahuasca? <laughs> I knew she was going to ask I've that. I've been called to that for several years <laughs> and mm-hmm. you just lit me up when you said that. So I wasn't called and then I was called and then I wasn't called and then I was called. So I was called to go to La Ceiba. La Ceiba is in the middle of the Amazon. It's in Colombia. And what was really bizarre when I got there, guess what the symbol is on the front of the building? A tree, the Akashic. Oh, tree. Oh. Of course. Wow. So I went and I had, it's a, 
it, it's a five-day experience. You take um, ayahuasca four to five times over that experience. And then you have all these other things that you release and you do and you experience. And it was really, really profound. Cool. Yeah, we're we're speechless. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, the identity block for me, like in the weight loss, I'm like, oh, <laughs> there's she's calling you in she's calling you in yeah i need to look into that well i did it for business because most people like me i didn't think i had the capability of being a business owner either it was like wait Mm -hmm. people are going to come to me and read the kashik records and i'm going to talk about money like i worked at a university i mean that's a standard you can you go and you get personal leave and sick leave right but I did have my real estate license. I have studied stock. I have studied NLP, neurolinguistic programming. I have tons of certifications, like most of my clients. All of you think you need one more before right. you <laughs> or before you develop that business. BS story, calling you out on that. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> no, I you you hit one right home because I did a, a I applied for one this past week, and I I have this very famous thing where I uh, fuck around and then I later find out. <laughs> so I fucked around this week and applied and I'm like, well, I have to make a decision about whether or not this is the right path and it's not feeling like it anymore. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. So can I tell you about right paths and alignment for a moment? Do we have a couple seconds on that or do you? Oh, have- yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, please, please do. So last year before last, the year before last, I was writing a book and my goals that year, my, not my goals, my, values and you're like when should i do my values candy so when you see a transition in your personality in your business in your life you should go back in and do your values but this isn't something you do every week your values don't change every week but they change at different levels like aaron might be in the middle of needing to look at his core values right now even though he knows growth and contribution are going to be a high value for him because he's making some high-end decisions right now my past, so it was mastery and excellence. But I'm going to get back surgery January 11th of this up and coming year. And I want to be at my peak performance to go into surgery. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but it's a back surgery. So I wanted to reduce weight. I want to gain strength. I want to eat starting December 1st. I'm going to eat a different way. I'm going to do high end juicing. Everything's organic. I'm going to eat fish and vegetables. No gluten, no sugars, and no dairy for the six weeks because anything that would create inflammation so that I have some pain reduction, right? So this year, my goal wasn't mastery and excellence because that was when I wrote my book. I launched my book. I wrote a program. I launched a program and I wrote another program. That was then. Mm -hmm. This year, I backed away and I didn't do as much work because guess what? I am my business. I have to be energetic and I have to be strong. And if I'm not energetic and I'm not strong, then I can't show up for my clients like that. So that's not cool. And so I had this transition, what I did this year in my business. That's interesting because I'm thinking about myself and I've been sick for over a month and feeling like I can't necessarily do the intuitive or mediumship work because I'm not working at my optimal, but I'm like pushing myself in so many other areas that I think I've, I've just really kind of wore my body slap out. And so I appreciate you saying that because it's like, I need to pay attention to my body and do the things that, that feeds it. 
Well, think about who you are. When you read the vibrational energy of somebody, you are using your body differently. Mm-hmm. A lot of mediums and energy workers are sick a lot. The first thing, if you are a medium or an energy worker, and I'm not feeling this with you, so don't don't take this to heart, but I do feel like you might be having a personal energy block. It's like, yeah, you can yeah. do all this. Work. Yeah, you have all those readings coming in, but girlfriend... You need to take care of you first. That's what I'm actually hearing. And so taking care of you for two weeks with good nutrition and resting your body and sleeping in and nourishing the things that you want to do are vital to your performance and for your health. Yeah. And the church said, amen. Nine more. We're all giving Brenda the stank eye while she's talking here. Yeah. Lynn was over here like, I told you. (laughs) Sorry, <laughs> but not sorry. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. I appreciate the validation. <laughs> so I have kind of a, a question. And again, we all appreciate you so much for being here today, Candace, and for your patience Thank you. technology issues and just being willing to chat with us because it's been a great conversation. But something kind of came to, well, Lynn, and then I was like, oh my gosh, me. So speaking back to the Akashic Records, Kind of a question that I sort of thought of as you were speaking earlier was sort of using the the Akashic Records as a tool, maybe if we're able to drop down in for a minute, like what are some things that the information or, or advice that the Akash might have for this podcast specifically, or the trajectory of where this podcast might be going? Okay. Do I have permission to open everybody's woo on the woo team because you're all part of the business? Do I have permission to open your energy field? Granted. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So anybody that's listening, I'm also opening your energy field as well. So if you're like, but this isn't the right day or the right time, it's just how it works, everybody. I can't really explain that one. But when you hear some messages from today, you're going to be like, how did she know that? And it's because we're all connected. And so remember that when you go out on the road today or you pay a clerk that we're all connected. And so as we take a breath in, Nice deep breath. I'm just connecting to the beautiful golden threads. Oh, Aaron, your thread is so cute. It's dancing. (laughs) Some Sasquatch is waving to me. Oh, Lord, that's (laughs) Chandra. Oh, (laughs) who's the medium? Which one, Lynn? Brenda Sue and Lynn are intuitive psychic. Okay, so I'm seeing all these people in line, like waiting to see you guys. Like, you know, so I love, I love what I'm seeing. And um, so um, Lynn, the Akashic Record person, Mm -hmm. remind me to invite you to something that I'm doing on Wednesday. So (laughs) they're showing me that you should be invited. So I'll invite you. I can invite everybody. Don't worry about it. But anyway, so now I'm going to look and say the question now while the records are open. So I'm actually hearing the exact vibrational language. So what do we see for the podcast moving forward? What is the future of the trajectory of the podcast? So the first thing that they're just uh, gently leaning into is that it's hearing, right? So the hearing, what do people need to hear? And the very first thing that they're saying is connection. The connection to this podcast is vital for people who are looking for something. Remember, we talked earlier about quote unquote, the calling, I actually see that there actually is a calling. It's 911 calling. And what they're doing is the universe is calling in all energy workers because we got to get together. And by the way, none of us are competing. If we all 
on this call, read the Akashic Records. There is no freaking way we're all going to be able to accommodate all the requests and all the needs that are out there. The next thing that they're saying is please trust in this interesting intuitive process that you will be guided to come on to the show whenever you're needed or wanted to come on the show to listen. Meaning if you sometimes listen to the show and then sometimes go away and think, oh, what did I miss? And then you come back and then you listen to something and it's like, huh, that was perfect timing. Yep. Yep. You're right. And also one of the things that they're saying to the Woo team is go with the flow sometimes because there's a large group. Sometimes one person will get a ping about, hey, let's go a little bit in this direction today, or you'll get an insight. I just saw a finger come into the, the window. Yeah, Camille, <laughs> Camille had a, had a visual. A, yeah, she had a thought today when after we recorded the first one, she's like, we should do this. And so we recorded a second one before we got on with you. And it was a perfect follow up to the first one. <laughs> so they want your team because they're so intuitive to let the flow of intuition be part of your woo team moving forward. And so uh, that's next thing I see is the next level. And I see you getting a sponsorship of some sort and possibly taking this a bit on the road. And I don't understand. Can anybody help me with that? What that, that gave, would... I, I don't know, but that just gave me chills. Well, I as you were speaking at the very beginning, Candace, when you were talking about the mediumship and people lining up, I saw like a meet and greet line. Mm-hmm. It seems like pretty far in the future, but like a people like waiting to almost like a TED talk type of thing. Like they're, yes. they're coming in to meet with us and talk with us and see what the the energy is, what we're the topic we're talking about for that day. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt, but I don't want to lose the threads. And that's how I lose them. The next thing that I see, and we'll get back to Chandra, is that like maybe once or twice a year. Now, this is going to be once you get a sponsorship and once some money comes in, in a way that you can push money out of, uh, for a live event. I'm seeing that people want to meet all these cool people at a live event or the people that can show up. So if you had two live events, maybe one on the East Coast, maybe one on the West Coast, or maybe something in between as the years develop. Now, remember, I see very far into the future in businesses. Like right now, I am seeing a business that started at 40,000 six years ago. It's now at 4.5 million and she's just acquired 8 million in assets. And we just did some tallies and numbers. And I saw that the first day she met me six years ago. Wow. So I see in the future of a business and she stuck with it. That, By the way, that wasn't the model she was going after. Can you see why people have readings in the Akashic records? Oh, yeah. She was going to buy one little office, rent it, and she made $365. And then counselors don't necessarily know how to do businesses sometimes, you know, because they use different mindsets. And so what she thought is I'll hold space. I'll let people rent this space. And then that like increased by threefold. So she was making three times $365. And she goes, well, I'm going to do a couple offices. And I saw building and that gave her an idea. Within two years, she bought her first building. Each building has a certain percentage of amount of money it makes. And it is like a oiled system. And so when I look at this podcast, I see it being a platform for the woo seekers, uh, those windows of opportunity, the entrepreneurs, the business owners, the mediums, and a place where we can all come together and share our skills 
and feel a sense of oneness. And when we get together in a live community, there's a power energy there that's almost needed for the universe. They're actually asking us, I feel very biblical and I feel like a priest or something. I'm so sorry, but there's like showing us gathering in numbers with meditation and consciousness and uh, sending healing light and love. And as a team, they're inviting you to do that, uh, to have a private meditation, maybe just for three minutes before you go live and just sending the people that are in need, love and joy and light. Love and light are the two highest vibrations you can send anybody. Love is the highest vibration. When you say love and light, I don't know what happens, but it's like this orchestra happens in my head when I say, I offer you love and light. And by the way, I'm offering this podcast, love and light. We accept. We receive. Graciously, graciously accept. Thank you, Candace. But first of all, thank you. That was absolutely amazing. And I am sure that the listeners feel that same way. So those of you who feel at home, who feel called to reach out to Candace and work with her or book a reading with her, would you, Candace, give the information that we'll also add to the show notes um, about how people can contact you that way, even if they don't live near where you are? Sure. Do you know when the show's going to be aired? Should be January? January. Right? Yes. It'll be, so it'll be in January. Sorry to interrupt. So if you're seeing this January 11th, I am going in for surgery and it's going to be about two months. Wow. So I'm going to be blocking my calendar probably January and February. So I'm going to give you a link. But if you think, oh my gosh, I can't get on our calendar. I just apologize. I'm going to be taking care of my health. So I'm going to get a new bionic back so that I can serve you even better. So here's my link. (laughs) www.candacehaza.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. And so you could book a call. In the meantime, remember to get my book, Align Your Business with a Totally Woo Baby. (laughs) (laughs) My alignment system is in that book and there are sheets that you can download. So in the meantime, I can't be available to you right now. But in the meantime, go get the book and do some work. Get your alignment systems going and listen to my stories in there. I actually have live stories about my personal life and the things that have come into my life through living an intuitive life. Absolutely. Well, Candace, we have, we've just had so much fun with you. You're such a fun person. I just love your energy. We really appreciate you taking the time to share all that you do with us and with Thank our listeners. <laughs> By the way, I just need to say your records are closed. Thank you. And thank you for letting me be here today. Thank you for doing that for us. That means a lot. Love and light and speedy healing. Yeah. So much appreciation, Candice. Thank you so much. All right, guys. So if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a review wherever you get your podcasts. We would truly appreciate that. And it'll help us reach more people. And if you know someone that might enjoy this content as well, please share. That's what we're here to do is, is create community. So we will see you next time. Peace out. Love, love and life, guys. Love and life. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.